1: Welcome back to the MLB Strategy Show Labor Day edition a little bit earlier than normal and uh I'm your host Jay Kari I'm joined for the first time ever by Terry McBride Team McBee long time finally getting to do a show with you uh you got some of the best analysis around so I'm pumped to kind of pick your brain here how's it going man
2: Thanks, man. I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. like to be out on the air with you for the first time. And, uh, yeah, it should be a good one. we got a few games to dig into and uh, only six game, uh, six are coming up on the main. So, uh, should have plenty to talk about and uh, get a chance to sink our teeth in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, being that it's an, uh, a Labor Day slate, uh, there are a few games early. There is uh, a little bit of money to be had out there. We're going to hit on the early slate once we go through all these um, – all the all the main slate games so we'll go main slate first get just general thoughts on the early slate maybe get a couple lineups out see who's playing and uh get you guys on out of here so thanks for joining number one if you guys could uh hit the like button whether you're watching live or on replay that helps us out a ton as you guys know um yahoo daily fantasy sports is the sponsor of today's show uh great thing about yahoo is that they've got a uh, csv at it so if you like playing multiple lineups and you like playing for lower uh management fees some call it rake yahoo calls it management fees um which is very important to your long-term roi yahoo is a great place to play they've got mlb contests up for today. day 2k to first in their 15 dollars and you're only getting about 75 percent of the management fee over on yahoo that you would um if we're talking about FanDuel and DraftKings which has 16% rate Yahoo coming in at 12 and they're running some no management fee contests uh, I think the MLB one already filled up but they do have one for NBA 1500 bucks guaranteed three dollar this is a let's see all right uh, I, I'm guessing it's probably five max my computer's freezing up on me a little bit here but uh Really exciting to see some NFL contests. I was talking a little bit with Terry, um, and I'm sure he'll be playing some on Yahoo $10, 100K to first in the 500K baller. Are you going to be getting into some uh, Yahoo NFL here in a few days? Definitely,
2: definitely. I'm moving some action around a little bit. I've been a little annoyed with FanDuel with what they're doing baseball pricing-wise. I expect that to continue in football. So uh, I'm moving some stuff around and getting on the Yahoo, getting a little on the DK. But uh, yeah, I'm psyched about it.
1: Yeah. And we've got a ton, a ton of NFL content. So um, some Yahoo specific stuff, we'll have some, some Yahoo specific articles. So shout out to Yahoo for sponsoring the show, go support them, their help and support us and keeping all this stuff free, which you guys love so much. Um, We do have a content schedule up for NFL. So if you're, I know this is an MLB show, but if you guys are interested, uh, if someone, actually I've got the link here um, we've just got an absolutely packed NFL schedule. So you're not going to be cheated, whether you're a premium subscriber or whether you are just free and you, are, um, and you have a free account and you just want to check out all the stuff we have for free, showdown strategy, waiver wire stuff, season long fantasy. Uh, just go poke around on the site. We've got a bunch of stuff, um, whether you're talking about DFS, Osmo awesome Odds, the podcast network, side action, Osmo awesome Odd Shopper. Um, we've got a little bit of everything, whether you're in DFS gambling or uh, or otherwise, all right, let's get into the six-gamer. First game on the slate, uh, and just a real quick note, the slate is going to start a little bit earlier, so our show's earlier uh, by an hour. Um, the MLB slate will lock at five p.m. Eastern time, so just be aware of that. You know, if you've got family stuff going on uh, or, you know, you're out, you got an hour, um, I mean, it is going to be an hour earlier, so – 605 Eastern, Charlie Morton, and Max Scherzer, Tampa Bay, and the Washington Nationals. Nationals coming in at about minus 124, minus 125, depending on where you look. Morton Scherzer, 7,300 for Morton on DraftKings. 10-4 for Scherzer. Is Scherzer your number one option on today's slate, Terry. Yeah, I think he's right there. I mean, we've got Lamet on the slate as well.
2: I think Alex uh, last I saw in the top starters tool had uh, Lamet up top, but I'm not sure uh, if I'm seeing. Uh, yeah, this is not uh, fully updated actually because I don't see Scherzer on the list. So might be uh, something we need to update there. But yeah, for me Scherzer was coming up as the uh, the A one option here. Really like him. Uh, not really sweating anything with uh, you know he's uh, is. Um, strikeout rate is a little bit down he's down to like 32 and a half percent strikeout rate but that's coming down from like 39 or 38 or something like that so not really worried it's still elite walks are up a tiny little tick but again not worried he's just got a dominant slider against right-handed hitters he's he's just a heck of a strikeout pitcher race strikeout about uh, like 24 percent of the time around the middle of the league um just it's not really a threat to max so yeah i think max is the top of the board here for sure
1: yeah, and we've got him as the highest-owned pitcher over on DraftKings. If you want to see those numbers, feel free to join us, MLB Monthly. Um, still got about a month left of regular season MLB action, and then they got to make up some of these COVID games. So, uh, again, you won't be cheated on content, um, even though there's a bunch of other stuff going on. There's still going to be MLB uh, when NFL is, uh, is not going on. So, basically, any other day but Sunday. So, yeah. Um, And if I recall correctly, the sites do a pretty good job of making huge MLB contests um, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, So any other day besides Sunday, I think, is going to be a pretty awesome day to play uh, MLB DFS with us. I actually didn't get – so Scherzer is at over 50%. I actually didn't get to him as much as I thought I was going to. Uh, when I crunched on my lineups, you know, I've accounted for ownership and everything. And obviously some of these guys won't be in the lineup and some new guys will be. So maybe that'll open up a little bit of salary. But finding myself getting to some of these cheaper options a little bit more than Scherzer. So I wasn't getting to, to where he's at, um, at least on DraftKings. And then looking at my fan exposures right now, um, he's actually not my highest owned guy either. So our projections, as they usually do, they love Nelson Lamette. Um, So that's where I'm going to be starting a lot of my teams. Um, But I don't think Scherzer's priced out of play. I mean, obviously not if he's going to be in over half of lineups we're anticipating right now. Under four implied total. I guess the one thing that's concerning with the Rays is just they've got a decent amount of power, a bunch of lefties. Um, Scherzer's given up home runs basically his whole career. And um, they're not – it's not outrageous. He's given up six in eight starts, I want to say, this season. Um, so certainly not, uh, like Dylan Bundy numbers or anything like that, but he does give up the occasional home run to lefties. I guess that's the one kind of hole I can poke in, in Scherzer here. Um, you see anything worrisome?
2: So just on that note, you know, uh, one thing we do like about him, he limits the uh, base runners
1: enough that usually those are going to be, um, but we're just going to keep flying through here. We might have a new link, um, on YouTube, but, um, Yeah, I mean, with these expensive guys, like I think the way to go, uh, the way to target against um, expensive studs like this when they're this owned is just to kind of play the ownership game and you hope that Scherzer has an off game, maybe only goes four or five innings and he gives up a few runs and then they can can keep it up against the bullpen. So I'm not really into targeting one-offs against Scherzer that much. I do like the idea of, uh, a leverage stack though uh, are you a 150 maxer terry typically yeah okay yeah, that's, yeah. yeah so I'm the, I'm the same way um like in a single entry i don't think you need to go that crazy and and raise stack uh, I and mean, you could take a yeah. bat or two against him but it's just like picking a guy who's going to hit a home run off scherzer is just never a really fun thing to do um yeah that be i mean you're throwing darts at that point yeah. i can take a quick peek
2: at my uh, home run model just looking at it it looks like based on the projected lineup, I've got Brandon Lope as the top guy uh, at a seven in my model. Uh, usually like 10 is the the mark for, you know, being a, a good chance to hit a home run. So he's at seven. Uh, Austin Meadows is like right there at six, eight, three. But I mean, those are, those are not strong. Like you're really likely to hit a home run kind of numbers on this, uh, in this model. So,
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I think maybe if you wanted to leverage stack against, Scherzer, um, by all means, if someone's 50% in MLB, things can happen in baseball. So there's always some merit to that. What about bats on the other side against Charlie Morton? And we haven't really hit on Morton. And I don't know that there's a lot to hit on just because he's not really stretched out. He only threw 36 pitches in his last start. Um, so I'm assuming we're just crossing off Morton and then it looks like Robles might lead off for 2,100 on DraftKings. (laughs) Uh, I mean, for a cash game, that looks about as good as you can ask for $2,100 outfield and a guy who actually isn't, uh, he's not a bad hitter or anything like that. Um, in fact, he's a pretty good hitter. So even against Morton, probably going to get his first couple of bats at bats against him. Um, 2,100 is a crazy, crazy good price. Um, what are you doing with the rest of this game here?
2: Yeah, I like getting to some of those Nats bats for sure. Uh, I wrote them up in my uh, column overnight last night as one of my two stacks, uh, and I love uh, – you picked them off right off the top. 2100 for Victor Robles leading off is a completely broken price. That's something that FanDuel would normally do, so uh, I would be on that very often. Um, he's 19.3% ownership. That'll probably go up throughout the day just because of that price, and everybody in the industry is probably going to be talking about it. So keep an eye on that. I wouldn't throw him out there very much as a one-off just because he's going to be so on like that, but I think he's almost a mandatory part of that stack If you know, in, in most of them that he build, uh, You mentioned Morton. Yeah, he's probably going to go like three or four innings today at most. Still dealing with the diminished velocity, uh, still just seems to be struggling. Um, I was looking at his stuff a little bit last night when I was writing up the Nats, and I was expecting to see diminished, diminished spin on his fastball because of the... It, you know, just some of the uh, ways that people are getting to it, but it actually looks like he's throwing more spin on it, despite the uh, diminished velo. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe he's trying to overcompensate for the velo, and he's losing the fastball out of the zone. He's uh, he's got higher whip and uh, putting a few more guys on base. So I just think he doesn't have his stuff right now. He's a guy who found it late in his career, late in life, and uh, it might just be gone. Uh, so I don't know what we're getting out of Charlie Morton going forward. I definitely don't think he's going to find it before game time today. Nats strike out just 20.6% of the time against righties. That's third best in baseball this year. Uh, One, five, seven ISO. So not showing a ton of power uh, against righties, but I'm not really worried about it here. I think we're going to get into that bullpen. The bullpen's a little bit overworked. They're right around the middle of the league in most of the important stats. So not like a really threatening, tremendous bullpen mm-hmm. coming after him either. So
1: I think it's a good spot for Nats. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm looking at the the top stack tool. I think my favorite tool on the site for pretty much every sport consolidates ownership and projection really well. It gives you a great look at the slate, whether you're hand building or looking to, especially I think building with an optimizer, you can see which stacks are going to shoot to the top that maybe shouldn't. Um, And I I figured the Nats would just be super over-owned. But Robles only coming in at about 20% ownership right now on a 16 slate. Like I think that's probably going to go up just because of the max ownership. Like, those two go really well together. Um, in last, Scherzer, the expensive pitcher on the slate, and then uh, Robles, like one of the cheapest players, and in a really good spot, and just obviously mispriced. So, um, I agree. Yeah, I, admit- I would try to get to Robles too often as a one-off, but in a NAT stack, I don't know how you avoid that. It's just too good a value.
2: Yeah, and a guy who hits for power and has speed, right? 617 plate appearances last year, hit 17 home runs, stole 28 bags. I mean, the kid is just really, really good. Um, Struggling with the power in the power department a little bit, only two homers, uh, 0.088 ISO so far this year. But uh, we've seen quality from him, so I'm not worried about that. And I think he's going to just do a, dyna- a dynamite job getting off of this team ahead of Trey Turner, Juan Soto. I like Asdrubal and Howie Kendrick in the middle of that lineup. So I think there's a lot to do with that Nasdaq.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if you guys want to keep an eye on ownership, um, our free piece of premium content for today for MLB is actually the ownership projections. So pretty good day to have those. Keep an eye on Scherzer. Keep an eye on uh, where Robles is at. Because we've seen guys um, on six game slates like this and even higher, um, where some of these bad players that are just kind of in okay spots end up getting a ton of ownership. They're like the optimizer play. But I think Robles doesn't really fall into that category. He is just a good play. He's yeah. just mispriced by like two, like he should be double as priced at the very least uh, yeah. over on yeah. DraftKings. Yeah. So just be aware of what you're doing when you're getting to your as a Robles lineups. You don't want to put yourself into the same line of construction as. 50% of the field, but great play regardless. Um, we ready to move it on to the next one.
0: Yeah, a- Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing. They were also playing Chumba Casino. coincidence. I think not. Everybody's loving, having fun with it. Chumbacasino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: We hit most of the marks in there. Um, Kurt Suzuki, maybe sneaky catcher play in the Nats stack. Only like 8% ownership projection right now, just to throw that one out there. But
1: likes catchers for DK. All right, let's move it on to KC and Cleveland. We have a, uh, Brad Keller and Zach Plisak on the mound. I think we're going to be interested in at least one of these guys. 3.3 implied total for the Royals and 4.8 for Cleveland. Plisak, with the low total going up against him, striking out over 30% of hitters so far this season. 7,600 bucks. He's going to be somewhat popular. Um, And again, you can check those out in our ownership projections. We're making those free today but not as popular as what I thought. Um, so just coming in over 21% right now for Plesac what are you doing with that against the Royals here? Yeah, on
2: DK, I like that a lot better at 7,600. He's 10-3 over on FanDuel, which is uh, oh. pretty, pretty expensive so yeah that's a tricky price for him over on uh, on the blue site but uh yeah i think definitely it, especially i expected him to be higher owned on DraftKings as well so i think that's uh, a little bit of an inefficiency uh, by the market and something we can take advantage of over there um please sack like you said he's pitching uh, pretty well he had that missed time with the uh weird covid thing where they went out to dinner and uh they sent him to the alternate site for a couple of weeks but uh seems back seems like he's uh, stretched out fine i'm getting a good projection on him uh, like you said, 30% strikeouts, only 2% walk so far this year, zero, uh, 0.67 whips. So just not putting many guys on base, not allowing a lot of opportunities to get to him. Uh, really like what he's doing. Um, you know, so that's a, that's a pitcher I think we can get to. And then on the other side of this one, he's ranked further down the board, honestly, than I thought he would be. Uh, but I actually kind of like Keller today. Uh, he's not that expensive on either site. He's not drawing any ownership. Um, I was expecting him to be a little bit higher ranked. Um, the Indians struggling a little bit against righty pitching and Keller's just very good at keeping the ball in the yard, limiting runs, limiting opportunities, getting ground balls, uh, getting out of jams. So I, I think we can work with both pitchers. Like you said, it's, uh, it's a, a game where I'm probably going to be on uh, both arms and maybe not quite as much on, uh, on any of the bats.
1: Yeah. So Keller, um, he's kind of one of those guys that and it's, it's kind of a throwaway line. Uh, in the dfs community like oh he doesn't get blown up that often but he really doesn't um four out of his five starts he's had one bad start and the other four he's allowed one or zero earned runs um so 6700 pitcher i mean he's 43 bucks on yahoo that's much tougher to get to yeah. um so i actually i actually don't mind keller as well as kind of a cheaper option. That's going to get you some differentiation with the rest of your lineup, especially if you're going to some of the more popular bats. Um, I think Keller is at least in play as an SP two. And you look at the Indians numbers versus righties. They're actually not as stellar as I would have guessed uh, 90 WRC plus, basically an average K rate. Um, they do walk a lot, but Keller is a guy with some pretty good control. Um, I think quickly going back to um, just talking about Yahoo really quick. Max Scherzer is at $52 over on Yahoo. Plesak is the exact same price. And obviously there's a bit of a gap in their projection if you look at the projections on the site. Um, yeah. But I don't think it's big enough to have Plesak at only 8%. So I actually don't mind him yeah. to turn the pivot off of Scherzer over on Yahoo specifically. On DraftKings, you can play them both in the same lineup with act being so cheap. So um, like both pitchers in this game, are you into targeting any bats on either side here, Royals or the Indians?
2: So I'm sure I'll have some Indians. They're a team I get to a lot. And uh, you know Keller is a guy that we're not expecting him to put up ten strikeouts or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's a guy who you know he pitches to a fair amount of contact, relies on getting a lot of ground balls. So the Indians are still somewhat in play, even though he's a guy who does suppress offense. Uh, They're a team that builds in just really well with that top uh, around the horn in the infield, plus Fernando Reyes up at the top of the lineup in their top five. They're not expensive on FanDuel. They're getting up there a little bit on DK with Ramirez and Lindor, both over 5,000. But the rest of the guys in that stack are not that expensive. Uh, the back end of the lineup suffers a little bit with like a Naquin and Naylor or Roberto Perez, uh, Delano De Shields. They're hit and miss all or nothing kind of options, but uh, you can mix and match with them. So I'm not going to have nearly as much Indians as I normally would against a guy with not a ton of name brand uh, on the pitcher side but uh, I, I will have a little bit uh, just to throw in one more thing about the Indians against righties uh, 19th in the league, with just 33 home runs this year. So not getting a ton of power. One four seven ISO uh, is 25th in the league. So uh, not putting up a big threat to righty pitchers. So it's uh, yeah. Keller's Keller's still interesting to me. Royals on the other side against Plesac Probably not, um, you know, maybe one or two just to have them in the, and to mix them in, but uh, not getting tremendous power marks. It's not a lineup. I really love, you can get to Solera as a one-off. Uh, Whit Merrifield is fine. Gives you multi-position. Uh, Hunter Dozier gives you some multi-position over there. But, uh, yeah, not a lineup that's really doing a ton for me. Are you seeing much with the Royals side?
1: Uh, no. I mean, I, I just think side is actually pretty good. And then a bunch of righties at the top of this lineup. Low implied total. I mean, there's just not much that I'm looking at. So, like um, – Playing 150 lineups, there's always certain guys that you get to, regardless of which set of projections you're using. If you're using ours, I mean, you always get to Merrifield a little bit, just a good player for DFS, and maybe Solaire because he's cheap. But I don't see myself getting to KC. Like, they're not going to be a staple of my lineups on any site tonight. So, um, yeah. definitely like Getting some ownership here. KC is? A
2: little bit, yeah. I mean, uh, we're 21 1% on Solaire. We've got... Oh, uh, Top, of the top three guys are uh, all over 10 on uh, DK, so getting a little bit of attention, and uh, that's that's surprising. I wouldn't expect that.
1: So, whenever that's the case, it's like a cheap team with a low implied total. I always look at the value metric um, in our top stacks tool. So, on DraftKings, they have the third highest top value percentage, but there's a bunch of teams clumped up at the top. Like It's not like they're an outrageous value. It's not like there's a bunch of Victor Robleses in this KC lineup where – they're just good hitters and they're cheap and it's against a tough pitcher, but you got to play them anyways. I'm not really seeing that. So I'm OK fading Casey, especially if they're going to get some ownership. I just assumed that they were getting nothing at all, but looks like 12.4 percent top value percentage, which is solid. Uh, but as a result, they're going to get a little bit more ownership than they probably should here.
2: Yeah. As, as out of the value plays, they're the one trending for the least team ownership, but it's still over what their mark of being uh, one of the top two stacks is. So uh, not a play I love.
1: Yeah. And I just don't think it's like looking at the lineups I'm getting to, um, on DraftKings. like, I don't think they're that necessary. Um, like I'd rather just play some more Robles or, or some of these cheaper Nats. They've got a full run higher implied total. Um, I don't know. I don't really see the the necessity for a cheap Royal stack. It's not like this is a slate where you can play Garrett Cole and Max Scherzer in the same lineup and they're the cheap stack. Um, they're really, they're, they're not that appealing to me. So I'm okay fitting them with a 3.3 implied total if they're going to keep up this ownership.
2: I agree that with that. And then, you know, so a lot of their best bats land in the outfield too. So you've got that issue with, uh, you know, they take up, uh, take some opportunity away from some of the other teams, some of the other players you want to build into stacks with other teams. So yeah, not, not wild about what they do for you here.
1: All right, let's go to the Yankees and the Blue Jays. We've got a 4.3 implied total for the Yankees, 4.8 for the Toronto Blue Jays, Jordan Montgomery, Hyunjin Ryu for, um, the ray um Rays, blue jays um blue jays minus 125 favorite this isn't a game that i'm getting to a lot with the pitching but uh i want to hear your take do you have any interest in either side of this game
2: yeah i think i can uh, definitely get to some ryu um he's uh oh, his price isn't coming up for me for some reason over here 8500 uh, on dk yeah, so 85 on DK against this Yankees lineup. I can uh, I can definitely justify that. Um, I'm not sure why his fan duel price isn't coming up for me. That's weird. I got 90, uh, hey, 95, they, on. 95. All right. So, yeah, so I think he's in play on both sides, really. Um, you know, the Yankees have been struggling. They got Glaber Torres back, DJ LeMay, who's in the lineup, but they're missing Aaron Judge, they're missing Gary, uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, Gary Sanchez, probably pretty likely to sit again. He's just been absolutely struggling. He's not hitting like half his weight this season, well under the Mendoza line. So uh, they've been putting him on the bench. Uh, Miguel Andujar back in the lineup, but Gio Urshela out. So the Yanks are really a shell of their normal lineup. Uh, Since uh, August 18th, they're like 5-18, bottom of the league and like everything. Uh, They put up a stat during the Yankees game yesterday that I didn't capture, but it was like 28th ranked in most important offensive categories. So really, really struggling. And Rio is just pitching really well. Um, So I think we can definitely get to him. Uh, He's, K's are up, uh, strikeouts are up to 27.6% this year. Uh, he's getting a lot off of his changeup. Uh, he's brought that up, uh, 28% usage over the last two years. It's been a really good pitch for him. Limiting hard contact, 92nd percentile on hard hit rate, uh, 71st in exit velocity, uh, sitting 70th, uh, 70th percentile on strikeout rate. So just doing a really, really good job. And uh, I like his chances to continue that against this lineup. I, I do not see much for the Yanks today.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe I dismissed Ryu a little bit there. I'm getting to some of him on DraftKings. It looks like he's not getting a ton of ownership. Um, and he has a pretty good chance of being a top-two pitcher, which you can see on Osmo's top-two uh, – Osmo's top-pitcher tool. Um, so he's coming in under own himself. Um, so you got to like that. I, I try to bump those guys up that are coming in undervalued. try to bump the guys down a little bit because I make more lineups than what I actually – I'm going to enter in whether it's DraftKings, FanDuel, or yeah. Yahoo. Um, yeah. So I think that that's like something I feel like everyone at the site does now. Alex has talked about it so much and uh, it just makes sense. Like if you're just playing projections only, unless you're playing a cash game, if you're playing tournaments, um, you got to account for ownership in some way, whether it's, you know, keeping track of it in your head or keeping track of it while you're pan building or, just taking kind of the player names out of it and going ownership projection with everyone. So, um, the top pitcher and top stack tool are, are really awesome for that.
2: Yeah, I sit in those all day long. And uh, you mentioned it before. It's seriously for like every sport that we cover. You know, I, things that I don't even know anything about the sport, like NASCAR, I'll just pull that up and I'll be like, oh, let me toss some NASCAR lineups in. You use the top, uh, top drivers tool. And it's the same idea. Just look for the top success and, uh, you know, compare to the ownership. And you can put these things together just with some of the tools that we're giving you. So there's no need to go digging through fan graphs for uh, people's, you know, the ISO from two years ago, guys, we're <laughs> covering all that for you. <laughs> so That's
1: right. That's right. We, uh, you know, it helps cut down on time if you like playing and you got a full-time job elsewhere. Uh, Alex is doing the work for you. I won't even say we, I mean, Alex is doing the work for you. And actually, Terry, you are doing a lot of the work as well with your overnight <laughs> article, the quick hits. <laughs> I see that like
2: editorial. We, you know, the Royal, the Royal (laughs) week.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Real quick to just kind of close the loop on this game. So I I actually don't mind Ryu uh, on DraftKings specifically on FanDuel. It's a little bit expensive. I like going with some of the mid tier options that we're going to talk about in a bit Um, or, or getting all the way up to a guy like Scherzer or or maybe even police sack. So he's kind of in that dead zone for me. Uh, Ryu is on FanDuel uh, but on DraftKings we'll get to uh, a decent amount of him because he's undervalued in the top pitcher tool Uh, looking at these Yankees bats they look to be somewhat cheap around the industry do you have any interest going against Ryu or is he one of those guys that you don't really love targeting against
2: I don't love targeting against him. Uh, I'm something of a homer, though, so I'm sure I'll have a few Yankee stacks in there just for the hell of it. But uh, yeah, really don't love the spot for my guys today. Um, I'm getting okay home run marks on the guys who normally pop on the home run board, uh, the Glaber, uh, Torres, the Gary Sanchez of the world. But uh, the pricing's great on uh, FanDuel in particular. 2700 for Gleyber Torres is absurd. Uh, I don't care that he's not hitting very well so far this year. Uh, he's, he's just a dynamite player. 4700 on DK, very affordable. Uh, I like Clint Frazier hitting cleanup in uh, at 4100 there. Hicks has been struggling, but only 3700 So, yeah, you can do a lot price-wise with these Yankees. Um, we're getting a big ownership projection on Gary Sanchez. Uh, if he is in the lineup, that's a player I might be able to – Get to somebody else. Much as I love Gary, he st- absolutely stings the ball when he manages to make contact. But, again, only hitting 130 so far this year, uh, 227 on base, 3 uh, 350 slug. Uh, can't get over to his ISO here. Uh, 0.7 uh, – no, I'm sorry, uh, but a 220 ISO, but uh, only uh, 58 WRC plus, so uh, 42% below average in WRC plus. So just not making enough contact to justify almost a 30% ownership tag at 4,400 on DK. It's not cheap enough. You're not getting enough of a discount on a struggling player.
1: Don't love the spot for Gary there. Yeah, uh, I think I agree with you there. Any any player that's getting...
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five. But if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.
1: A bunch of ownership. I'm always looking for reasons to get off of them in MLB, even if it's my out um even if it's Victor Robles 2100 leading off um you know you always got to look for ways to get different in these event-based sports where it's home run or nothing for some of these guys um Blue Jays stack getting quite a bit of ownership over on DK and FanDuel as well one of the I mean pretty decent uh, top value percentage so some of that's price but the 4.8 implied total who knows that might get up to five bunch of righties going up against lefty Jordan Montgomery. Um, I'm seeing some Chad green talk is, are you seeing that at all? I saw that on fan um, that he was maybe going to be the probable starter. Um, but do you know anything about that? And then, or are you expecting Montgomery to just start this game? Um, and then what do you think of the J stack?
2: Yeah, I'm expecting Monty. Uh, I haven't seen anything saying it's Green. Uh, he did come down with my FanGraphs update too, though. So you know, they've just got him in there. They might be thinking that uh, if Monty only goes four innings, Green will be uh, you know in there for two or three or something like that, which we could see. Uh, and I do like Green out of the bullpen, but uh, not something I would necessarily play because we don't know if he's going to be out there on the mound at all. So you know, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't do that. Uh, Montgomery. You know, he's an okay pitcher in real life. Not a you know fourth, fifth starter type guy. Uh, not a not an ace by any means. Uh, 27.5% soft contact so far this year, which is good. That's a key for him getting soft contact, keep the ball on the ground. It's okay with on his curveball, but uh, just not a lot of strikeout upside, not a pitcher. I really like to go to at all. Uh, I, I don't really care what his price is 6,400 on DK. If you want to make him like a little 5% option as an SP two 10% option as an SP two and only roll half those lineups then sure. But, uh, much, much more interested in the blue Jays stack, i um, surprised uh, that when I looked it up, they're uh, just 15th in the league with a 176 ISO against lefties this year, uh, but they're WRC plus 7% above average, they strike out just 22% of the time against lefties, so do pretty well in those numbers. Uh, And just a lot of bats that I tend to like and tend to get to. I like the pricing on some of these guys. Uh, We've got Vlad in the middle of this lineup, Vlad Jr. That is Uh, Lord Guriel Jr. uh, is another second generation kid. Kevin Biggio love Randall Gritchick's uh, power against any lefty, really. Uh, So really like him to get a a good chance at hitting a home run uh, from the top of the lineup here. Uh, So just a lot of different things we can do with this lineup. I like the way they fill out positions and I like the price.
1: Yeah, they're, they're definitely appealing, I guess. The one thing would just be if a really high strikeout guy in Chad Green is expected to come into this game, and we don't know if he is, but if he is like I just hate, hate, hate stacking against these um, these long reliever opener situations. And I don't know that we're gonna have one here, but I always am looking to to get off those, regardless of what the Vegas total says. I and it's more of a feel thing, it's probably something I shouldn't factor in, but like just having to face a new pitcher each inning uh, regardless of how bad the arms are just seeing a new guy, every time you're up, I feel like just would not be optimal. I don't know. What are your thoughts on kind of these longer lever opener situations? Are you fine targeting against them and just letting Vegas do the work or, or what do you think about that?
2: So it, it's always a matter for me of who's coming in uh, out of the pen and what the bullpen looks like. And for the Yankees, you mentioned it, they're, they're a pretty high end bullpen. They're, they get a lot of strikeouts out of the bullpen, a lot of good arms in there. So yeah, it's a spot where, you know, you're almost saying, all right, we're going to give you a mediocre starter to start, but then for two innings you're going to face a guy who's striking out people like Max Scherzer does, and then you're going to go to the bullpen. So you're taking two innings, like, out of that offense's game uh, almost entirely. So you're, you're basically – you can look at it almost as, like, one of the seven-inning games in, a, in the doubleheader that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those explode. But, uh, yeah, if you put a little bit of a black hole for offense in the middle of a game for a team – it could definitely do some damage. It's tough to predict. It's tough to call, Uh, but it's something that when we know it's an opener situation, I definitely am thinking about that for sure. Uh, Trickier with Montgomery today because we just don't know what the leash is going to be and we don't know what's coming out of the pen, but uh,
1: yeah, good point. Yeah, uh, just quick on Montgomery. I'm probably not going to end up there. I think there's a better option for cheaper that we'll talk about actually in this next game. So let's go there. Uh, Arizona and San Francisco, we've got low implied totals here, as we usually do in San Fran, 3.9 implied total for Arizona, 4.2 for the Giants. Again, Gallon and Kevin Gaussman on the mound. Gallon, 9,200, having a really good season. Uh, Gaussman, a little bit of a resurgence here, a resurgence, 6,100. I'd play almost anyone for 6,100 in this park uh, for the last few years. Going up against Arizona, are you seeing anything here outside of ownership, just uh, matchup wise? Are you seeing anything with Gaussman that would scare you?
2: No, to be honest, I, I think it's a good spot for Gaussman. Um, D backs 26th in the league with a 147 ISO uh, and an 87, uh, so uh, 13% below average WRC plus against righties. They only strike out 20.3% of the time. That's second best in the league behind the Dodgers uh, against right-handed pitchers. So that would be like the one, if I really had to find something to throw against him. Uh, But like you said, Gallo's just pitching excellent. I'm sorry, Gaussman's just pitching really well this year. Uh, 31% strikeout rate this year, uh, 3.09xFIP. He's allowed eight home runs in 40.2 innings, but I'm not really sweating that. Uh, He's got like a two-pitch mix with his uh, four-seamer and his splitter, but he's getting tons of whiff on the splitter, doing a really, really good job. Uh, So, yeah, 84th percentile strikeout rate, 80th percentile in whiff, uh, 81st in fastball velo, allowing a little bit of hard contact, 38th uh, percentile in that exit velo allowed, 34th in hard hit rate. But uh, he's managing that and uh, and doing a good job. So in this park, uh, even though it's playing – Wacky this year for offense. Uh, Yeah, I definitely think we can roll out some Gaussman, and uh, I think the uh, field is probably under, uh, at least on the FanDuel side, 16% is probably about where he should be at 77 on uh, the FanDuel side. And then uh, just looking at him on the DK side, getting up there in ownership, but like you said, I think he's the best option, uh, probably by a pretty good margin at uh, 6,100 for an SP2. So uh, I think we can definitely justify that and probably justify getting over that mark.
1: Yeah, I'm all over Gallison. Just too cheap. I think he's actually good. Um you look at like his you know the game log watchers and it, they're they're a fun talking point. Um last two starts he hasn't been phenomenal, but they were at the dot or against the Dodgers. Uh he went 4 and 2 thirds got six strikeouts, only allowed two runs. And then in Coors against Colorado, he still went five strikeouts, five innings again, only a couple of runs. He can give up the homers. Well. Um as long as they're going to be solo shots um i mean he's given up given up eight homers in seven starts that's a little bit concerning but pitching in this park um, and striking out as many guys as he is i'm okay going up against arizona for this price even though they have a really low strikeout rate as a team um, so i'm all over gaussman on dk and on fanduel um i think he yeah he's my second-highest on pitcher over on fanduel behind LeMet, but i've got both of those guys in over th- uh, in over 30 percent of my lineups if the slate were to start right now yeah. um anything you want to mention on the hitting side here or uh gallon are you interested at all 9200 over on dk uh on fanduel he's at ten six, and then on yahoo gallon is 47 bucks yeah, so he's, uh, he's a pitcher I like. He's
2: pitching very, very well. Uh, I think he's probably a better play today on DK at the 92. Uh, he's coming in. He's Alex's second-ranked starter as of right now, coming in slightly under his mark for uh, being one of the top two. So I definitely think we can justify that over there. Uh, it's a tricky price, though, 92 when uh, you've got Lamet at 88. Uh, you've got Ryu at 85. you got Plesak at 76. There's other pitchers we like. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that ownership over the day. If the ownership starts to drop, my interest in him goes up. Uh, It's definitely an interesting spot there. Uh, 10-6 on FanDuel, drawing less ownership over there. Uh, Definitely an interesting edge uh, with what his uh, probability of success is. But, again, you're comparing him to Lamette at 9, Gaussman at 77, who we just talked about, Reuse at 95. These guys are all cheaper than him, so – it's, it's going to be interesting, and it's a spot that I'll probably let the ownership dictate. And if he's going off at around you know, 8, 10, something like that, I have no problem doubling that number up on him.
1: Yeah, on, on FanDuel, I'm right there with you. So I'm over the field on FanDuel, on Gallon, even though he's not the greatest value over there. Um, just makes it a little bit tougher to, to fill out the rest of your lineup. You know, he's not Scherzer necessarily, um, but he's striking out a ton of batters this season. And best park in the MLB to pitch in. Um, and it's not like this is, I mean, this is going to start as kind of a day game, I guess, uh, what will it be five o'clock in San Francisco? So maybe not the perfect park for pitchers. Um, but by the time you get to the fifth and sixth inning, it'll be dark. And, um, anyways, it'll just be, it, it's just a great spot to pitch in, um, four gallon, four gaussman, both guys can strike out, uh, a lot of hitters here. So I'm really liking both guys. Um, on DraftKings specifically, and then I have interest um, on the other sites, just a little bit muted after that. Uh, any hitters, or should we move it on to Houston and Oakland?
2: Yeah, not really for me. I think there's some savings in that Diamondbacks lineup, but uh, it's not one I'm really looking to go to early on. Uh, they look a little bit over-owned just based on the value on DK. Uh, one of the better value options on the board, I think it's actually the highest value score uh, just based on their super cheap pricing. But uh, I don't love the spot. I don't love the matchup. Uh, Fanduel, there, there's no real edge, and they're ranked down the board. So not really for me on the bats. And then uh, Sam Fran, I think, is just priced way, way up uh, on DraftKings and not worth the money uh, for any of the quality. I think Mike Gosternski for 57. I've been laughing at that for the last like four or five days. Uh, everybody else in that lineup is, is just priced over their heads. It's a little bit more reasonable on Fanduel, but uh, just not a spot I like.
1: Yeah. Hard for me to get to the Giants bats, like all, even the secondary like Longoria ready, ready for 4,600 in that park. I don't know. Um, so maybe DK thinks they're in Coors or, or something like that. Uh, and they're checked out and they're, you know, they're going to um, just focus up, focusing everything on NFL. Uh, so not sure what's going on with the the Giants pricing. And then Arizona, I think they're going to be somewhat of an optimizer play. Um, just because you've got Peralta 2,900 is getting a great out as a good value. Calhoun, if he leads off, uh, even guys like Rojas, 2,700 dual position eligibility. So they're kind of easy to just throw in as, um, you know, one officer, two mans. So they're, they're probably getting a little bit more ownership than what they actually should. So I'm going to try to avoid hitters as much as possible in this game for the reasons I listed. Let's talk about Houston and Oakland, Christian Javier. Going up against Frankie Montas, 4.2 implied total for the Astros, 4.9 for the A's. Um, This is one where I'm not seeing a ton in my lineups uh, right now outside of some, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing a ton of pitchers uh, in my lineups from this game. I am seeing a bunch of the hitters, uh, especially over on DraftKings. Do you like any of the pitchers? And then feel free to just talk about hitting, take this game wherever you'd like.
2: Um, not wild really about either pitcher. Uh, I respect both offenses uh, to a pretty good degree. Uh, Montas is a pitcher that I, I think has talent and I like the price a lot on FanDuel at 6,300. Uh, that's, that's kind of a broken price over there, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm much more interested in the bats in this game. Uh, I think we can get to both sides of this. Uh, I wrote up the A's last night and, uh, they look like they're the top stack on the board right now going up against Montas, uh, Azor, uh, 11th in the league uh, with a 180 ISO, uh, 105 WRFC plus against right-handed pitching this year. Strikeout a little bit, 25.7% uh, against righties. So that's uh, 25th in baseball as of last night anyway. Um, so maybe, maybe if you wanted to roll out like minimal shares of uh, Christian Javier, he's expensive though. 8,200 on uh, DraftKings, 77 on FanDuel. Don't love the spot for him. I'd much rather be playing these Oakland bats. Uh, get some Matt Olson in your life, getting a very strong home run mark on him, the big lefty in that lineup. Uh, he's only around 10% ownership, uh, decently high priced as are the rest of those bats in the A stack, but uh, they're not going off crazy. Uh, the ownership is trending underneath their probability of being the top stack. And you're getting the top half of the lineup all around like that 10, 12% mark. So mm-hmm. I really like getting to him on DK, little more heavily owned over on FanDuel uh, because of the ridiculous pricing. Uh, everybody is around 3000 over there. Uh, so they're very, very easy to get to with some of the expensive pitching that we've talked about. Uh, so I think the A's are going to be very popular in a lot of my lineups today for sure. Uh, on the other side, I think we can get to some of the Houston bats uh, against Montas. Uh, you got a good mark on uh, George Springer up top. Uh, we've got a couple of the big lefties, uh, The uh, Michael Brantley. Got, uh, Josh Reddick should be hitting near the top of the lineup. Sneaky MVP candidate this year in the AL. Kyle Tucker should be hitting right around the middle of the lineup, really like what he's been doing. Uh, still only 4,500 over on DK, 4,000 on FanDuel, not drawing a ton of ownership. Uh, so this stack is not very, very heavily owned. Springer's getting a decent amount, and Brantley's getting a decent amount. And then everybody else is trending for you know not that much ownership. Tucker's at like seven. Everybody else is below that. So I think on DK, they make an interesting stack here.
1: Yeah, I, I really like both sides of this game for hitting. Um, probably looking at it right now, I don't have the exact numbers, but I'm seeing a bunch of these guys scattered throughout the top of my exposures um, on both sides you mentioned. Just a couple guys in Houston soaking up much of the ownership. I don't think they're going to be stacked very often. Um, either team, looking at the top stack tool, uh, so I, I really like both sides of this game. I think two of the highest upside offenses in the MLB, um, especially Oakland. Uh, you look at their active roster, 109 WRC plus versus rights, like you mentioned, they do strike out a little bit, um, but a bunch of power love Matt Olson today. I believe he's my highest exposed first baseman on DK uh, Chapman right now, my highest exposed hitter on DK. Uh, So I'm all over Oakland and then I definitely like Houston as one of my favorite stacks as well. Nothing against the pitchers. It's just an ownership compared to um, compared to their chances of being the top stack thing, as well as I really love uh, Lamette Gaussman. Uh, I like gallon as well. So that's how I'm going to end up starting a lot of my lineups. Whereas I think it looks like the field is going to start with Scherzer and have a little bit less money to play with. It's a little bit tougher Mm -hmm. To get to Oakland, um, especially, but Houston as well, over on DraftKings. So, yeah, and I, I think that's
2: going to be a big inflection point where you just hit on is all right. Are we starting with our builds with an expensive stack, or are we starting our builds with Max Scherzer? and some of the expensive pitching. So that's going to be a really big decision that people make early on, and it's going to dictate the direction of a lot of these lineups. And you're right, if, if everybody's ignoring this Oakland stack, I just definitely want to be on it. Uh, just real quick, down bottom, I just noticed the ownership on Sean Murphy, another catcher I like to throw those guys in, 3,700 over on DK, only going around 3% owned, hitting at the bottom of the lineup, so you're sacrificing a plate appearance like we always talk about. But he's going to have Ramon Laureano hitting in front of him probably, and also Grossman and Piscotty, the two spots ahead of that. So, Got guys that can get on base in front of him, and he's got a great swing, uh, you know, really, really drives the ball when he makes contact. So I like him as a uh, sneaky little catcher play on DK over there.
1: Love it. Love it. Um, all over this game, I'm hoping this is the one that's, that's 12-10 uh, and <laughs> just all my all my stacks are up at the top, and hopefully all of the viewers' stacks are up at the top as well. Um, I think we're probably good on this game. We're going to move it to the last game, but just want to – uh, give another shout out to Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports. They have CSV Edit, which is very important if you're looking to play some of these NFL contests uh, over there. Um, Yahoo's supporting us. They're doing a really nice job for us. Uh, so go support them. Get in the 500K ball or 100K to first. Not often you see that on a site not called uh, FanDuel and DraftKings. So go support Yahoo. Last year, there was a big overlay in this. So it might even you know, go off with no management fee. 12.3% is the absolute max though. That's uh, three, just three fourths of what you're going to pay elsewhere before you even um, get to play the game. So um, 16% over on DraftKings and FanDuel Yahoo running around 12% for most of their contests. They're doing some no management fee contests for NFL as well. They, they run those for MLB often, Uh, NHL, NBA, whatever sport, PGA, they've got a bunch of PGA contests over there as well. Go support Yahoo and shout out to them for sponsoring the show. Uh, We also have MLB ownership projections and NBA ownership projections for free today. So if you're looking to become a member, check out those ownership projections. Check out where Max Scherzer ends up. If he's going to be in 80% of lineups tonight, Victor Robles, same thing. For MLB, uh, those are a huge part of the process of everyone at the site. So um, give it away a lot. And then make sure you check out our NFL content starting up this week because the first game is uh, three days from now. It's really uh, sneaking up on everyone, it seems like. But we're prepared. We're prepared. Um, Last game, Colorado, San Diego. 3.6 implied total for the Rockies, 5.0 for the Padres Freeland and Lamette on the mound we've alluded to Lamette a couple times already 8,800 bucks he's striking out 33.3 percent of hitters on the season uh gonna get a few righties in this Colorado lineup I mean is there any reason to avoid Lamette here not that I can
2: think of <laughs> he's a <down laughs> pitcher. He's He's a guy I like to get to all the time. Uh, his ownership's going up a little bit as the name recognition increases. 9,000 over on FanDuel. Uh, great price on him. Uh, great price tier. Strikes out righties like crazy. Uh, he's uh, what is he, 34.5% uh, strikeout rate against right-handed hitters. You mentioned some of the best bats in that Rockies lineup are right-handed hitters. Uh, Rockies strike out just 22.6% of the time against righties, which is the 11th best mark in the league. But their offense, they're at the 78 WRC plus first righty so 22% below average. That's 27th in baseball, 72 uh, WRC plus overall on the road. So, those two things combined together uh, Rockies on the road, we know, just not a good spot. Rocky's on the road against the righty, definitely not good. So, uh, I think we can get to a lot of at here, get a very nice projection on him. Just flipping over, he's Alex's top ranked starter on both sides. Trending a little bit over on uh, FanDuel in terms of uh, where his ownership mark is as compared to the top uh, probability of success. But I think it's workable. I think it's one where we can kind of play within that and, uh, and get to him as good chalk. Um, on on uh, DK, trending right around his probability of being one of the top two. And uh, I have no problem, honestly, going over that mark on DK. So uh, I'm going to have a lot of lament in my life against this uh, Rockies lineup tonight.
1: Yeah, my lineups are going to go as Lamette goes uh, one way or the other. Got him in over half my DK lineups. Might even be more by the time he gets a lock. And then he's my high stone pitcher on FanDuel as well. Uh, so just good prices all around. Then uh, the best part of him being priced down a little bit is that he doesn't have to be perfect um, to pay off this salary. Like he's not 11K. He doesn't need to go strike out seven in seven innings. Um in order for it to be worth it. And then you got to find a cheap stack. Like you could start your lineup with Lamette as an SP one. Um, and that's an option that I'm going to be exercising quite a bit tonight. Um, <laughs> so not worried about the, the strikeout rate for Colorado here. Lamette, one of the better strikeout pitches in all of the MLB this season. Uh what about Padre's bats? Cause I am getting to a ton of them on FanDuel specifically. Um, they're not crazy underowned right now. They are a little bit undervalued on both sites. Um, what are you seeing uh, for the Padres here? A bunch of righties going up against Freeland who has difficulty getting strikeouts.
2: Yeah, and that's the key with Freeland is there really aren't any strikeouts in that arm. Um, he gives up more power to righty hitters. Uh, he's getting like 55% ground balls. He's a ground ball specialist. So that's the one thing that I you know would be concerned with, uh, 21.4% soft contact. So he gets a lot of soft contact, keeps it on the ground. But I think these Padres are good enough to overcome that. I don't think his stuff is so good that he's really going to suppress this lineup by any means. Uh, They're eighth in baseball uh, against lefties with a 206 ISO. Got a 117 WRC plus, 17% above average, uh, which is ninth in baseball against lefties. 21.4% strikeout rate against left-handed pitchers, uh, also 11th in the league. So just not a ton that I'm really concerned with. I uh, haven't run any crunches, so I don't know how they're going to really fall in for me uh, in, uh, in crunches and uh, how much I'm going to get to. But I would expect it to be a pretty healthy share as well. Uh, the pricing on FanDuel, nothing really tragic. DK, they're a little bit up there. Uh, you know, you get uh, 5000 for Eric Hosmer, then you, you know your team is uh, getting a little high priced. 4800 for Austin Nola up there a little bit, uh, you know, but uh, I'm happy to pay the big, big tickets for uh, Tatis and Machado. And then I can make the rest of it work. You've got uh, like a Will Myers in there. was only 44 uh, Jorge Mateo, uh, a player I've mentioned a couple times uh, just, immense amount of speed in that kid uh, so uh, he's at 2700 so depending on where he's hitting in the lineup could be a good option to uh, to work into some lineups uh, only 2000 bare minimum over on FanDuel is an interesting play uh, drawing 8.3 percent ownership over there but uh, the kid's got like 80 grade speed so if he's on base he's going uh, and if guys are hitting behind him he could score from first on a single pretty easily. So uh, he's an interesting play uh, jerks and pro another interesting play along similar lines, not quite as much speed, more power. Uh, so I like pro far in that lineup. So a lot of different things you can do with that lineup.
1: Yeah. I love, uh, I love this Padres lineup. So I mentioned on FanDuel specifically, I play a spread out approach, so it's not often. I get a bunch of hitters over 30%. I have four Padres right now, over 30% exposure on FanDuel. Um even for a six game slate that that is a lot for me so they're they're showing up very favorably uh projections and from an ownership standpoint and i like them as a correlation play with lamette it's something i do in nhl dfs a lot where you play the goalie uh with the stack and Mm -hmm. it's something i like to do in mlb but it doesn't work like there's just not as much correlation to a starting pitcher as it is um his hitters i mean the win probability goes up but they don't pitch the whole game anyways so doesn't matter as much, but I do like it when uh, the prices are right. And uh, I'll be doing some of that with Lamette here and Padres stacks and just going for the full onslaught against Freeland. He's not as bad as what he was last year, and he's not as good as what he was in 18. Um, He's probably somewhere in the middle, but still. Going to be a bunch of balls in play. A lot of good hitters on this Padres team. Um, So I'm all over that.
2: Yeah, anytime it's an offense this good with a contact pitcher on the mound, even a guy who does limit hard contact and everything, I, I think we can roll it out. And just looking at the uh, at the ownership on FanDuel really quick, uh, it's kind of interesting. It's, it's really top-heavy. It's all loaded into Tatis and Machado. And then you got like uh, Hosmer and Nola, who are the projected third and fourth hitters in this lineup, both below 1% ownership, which is really interesting. Uh, so it doesn't look like a ton of people are going full stack at least with what we're uh, what we're projecting right now on uh, FanDuel. So they could be sneaky over there uh, in a weird way. So that's uh, that's an
1: interesting spot. All right. Uh, so that is the main slate for you guys. Before we get out of here, just want to, I'm sure a bunch of you are enjoying your, your Labor Day. Maybe you got the day off uh, and you want to play a little bit of early. Um, one thing you could do if you want to get a full breakdown of the early slate is listen to the early bird. Terry, it was you and, was it Jason Floyd last night? I want to say. Yep, me and Jason. So Jason, Terry broke down um, the early slate. uh, And so you can go listen to that again if you want a full breakdown, but just kind of want to get Terry's general thoughts, like kind of cliff notes on this early three-gamer.
2: So on the early three-gamer, let's see. I think uh, pitching-wise, we've got uh, Zach Wheeler, probably a top option against the Mets. Uh, Just clicking through the games, I think we can squeeze another good game out of uh, Ian Anderson, the Braves rookie, going up against that weak Marlins lineup. I like him. Very, very expensive, though. Uh, 10-4 for Ian Anderson on FanDuel. He is more expensive than Zach Wheeler on FanDuel today. Wheeler's only 9,600 against the Mets, so he's 800 more expensive than Zach Wheeler, which is insanity. Uh, I think we can also roll out some uh, Mikey Pineda against the Tigers. Uh, Tigers, very weak lineup. Pineda only 8,200, so I like that spot. And then I like Panetta's offense, uh, the Twins offense going up against uh, punching bag Michael Fulmer. Fulmer's really been struggling uh, quite a bit since coming back from surgery. <laughs> Not much in his arm right now, um, and we know about that Twins offense. 44 home runs versus right-handed pitching. Uh, 192 ISO is ninth best in the in uh, MLB. Their WRC Plus surprised me. It's only 2% above average uh, against righty pitching, but uh, this is a, a starter that has just uh, got a big target on his back these days. So I think they can get to Fulmer no problem uh marlins on the other side of that game i mentioned anderson marlins are the uh, uh 29th in uh, baseball with a 124 iso versus right-handed pitching they've only hit 19 home runs against righty pitching this year so i think ian anderson is definitely in play uh that price tag is just a ton to swallow on that uh, fan duel but on dk i i definitely think he can get to some anderson
1: all right there it is i, I think I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with you especially on the twin stack and then i was like anderson Uh, I know the projections like him as well. So if you're looking for, again, more early slate stuff, check out the early bird. We do that uh, Monday, or I'm sorry, Sunday through Thursday night for the Monday through Friday slates for MLB. Um, And I think that's pretty much about it. Uh, Real quick, want to mention the free premium content. Once again, MLB ownership projections, NBA ownership projections. Go play over on Yahoo. You're going to want to build your bankroll for when you uh, are playing some NFL this season. They've got some really good contests, 500K baller. Check out our NFL content schedule. We've got a ton going on. This is going to be a really crazy week. So bear with us. Uh, Hit the like button. Hit the notification bell because there's going to be a ton of content coming your way. Thanks for Jordan for producing as always. And we'll see you guys back tomorrow on the MLB Strategy Show.